Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Hi. And Tim Kalpakis. What is up? And we're your hosts, fresh back from El Paso. Yeehaw. The toasts of the film world. Can you believe this? Thanks to everyone who came out. That was really cool. And uh, we're glad you had some fun. People told me they had fun. Mm -hmm. And unless they were lying to me. Hey, hopefully more of the same. Next stop, uh, uh, Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we, we become the glitterati of the indie film scene, like <laughs> like the Duplass brothers. Get out of here, Duplass brothers. Make way for the slops. Uh, I hope we're glitterati and not shitterati. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm with yeah. you. What's that Duplass movie? It's a scary movie. Mm. Uh, it's called. Damn! I can now. I gotta look it up. Is it the Duplass Ghosts? The puffy chair returns. No, 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 no more jokes, please. We're not doing joke day today. <laughs> it's not joke day. Ah, oh, we forgot about talk like a pirate thing. That's fine. Damn, year three of it whiffing by. <laughs> I did notice it. Creep. The movie is called Creep. Ooh, Cre- and Creep Two. See those movies. They're scary, tr- tremendous. Is it an adaptation of the Radiohead song? Yeah. <laughs> and it's a spooky fright. Yeah, it's a spooky fright for a Friday night. <laughs> That's the fucking movies we should be doing on the blowout. Creep two, creep one and two. A creep two. I think I think he's making a creep three. Hopefully. Hmm. You ever see any of those Duplasses in real life? No, just like you know. You, do you like those? The Mumblecore. Yeah, I tell you, I like Creep One and Creep Two. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> no, right. I, I haven't seen their other movies or his other movies or. If it's two, is the brothers right? Duplass brothers. Yeah, I've only seen Room Two Thirty, uh, not Room Two Thirty Four. That's the, <laughs> that's the Kubrick, dog. Yeah, yeah. But they had that HBO show, and I've seen Puffy Chair. But in general, that Mumblecore stuff that was a big thing that was, kind of happened. We missed it. That was like after we left school. I feel like. Yeah, you can still you can still, watch things when you're not mm. in school though. Well, I came out with a little music video. Did you guys see it? Oh, oh yeah. Loved it. Laughed my ass off, danced my ass off. I liked it and reshared it. Mm, what's it going to be? Track five. The least listened to track on the album, turns out. Really? But that's the one you want to make a video for. That's interesting, Jim. I was wondering. <laughs> Give it the old video boost. <laughs> and did it work? 
No. They're flying off the shelf. So are we like traditionally the Slobby Boys and Dutch? I mean, we, we might be bad at choosing singles because you never like you yeah. got to choose the singles before know. the album. But the problem with us, the whole album's good. The deep cuts are blowing up all over the Internet. Oh, man. Why do our deep cuts have to be so viral, man? Mm hmm. Yeah. Well, then you got you got all the A and R guys going. us. you know we get we've picked out the singles for you. Say, so I think we know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And they said, No, you don't. You're not that. You're not as big as Aerosmith yet. I said, Okay, we're not. Okay, <laughs> these A and R guys, they don't know shit. They don't know anything about Aerosmith. It's kind of weird that when we were growing up, music videos were like the thing, you know. Yeah. And now it's like it just becomes C level. Like if you have a band, you gotta you gotta make videos, or you want to make videos, and then they come out. And uh, then you move on. I haven't seen music video like anytime I see them, it's just on YouTube. But like, they all kind of seem like they have no budget. Yeah, yeah, they don't. You know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of a cool costume and maybe a couple different locations and some different like cool costumes. I'm thinking of like uh, <laughs> the Dutch video. Like a, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, a cool yeah. costume and maybe a couple locations. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's exactly what it is. It's a garage. <laughs> but I'm trying to think like, but uh, Doja Cat maybe is somebody a video I've seen in the past couple of years. And it's just like, she's got some interesting looks, different spots. And the feature who's on there featuring shows up and then we're done. Yeah. Well, it's funny. You, I feel like you chose the one, the one artist that actually is doing a lot with videos, but I, but in general, I feel like the, the mid video now is just sort of like on the day the song drops. Like a lot of time you're hearing the song for the first time with the video and yeah. like anything, it's just that day on your phone and then everything moves moves on whereas like music videos used to be pummeled with a music video uh for, uh, you know for like yeah. months yeah. and be like man i've seen this one so much but like really i feel like if it doesn't even like what's the biggest like like wop yeah right you saw that a lot but did you ever re-watch the whole video no you watched the whole video one time on the day and then you saw like still like screenshots from it from that point forward sure like even lately the biggest music videos that i can think of that got rewatched are like, this is America and hotline bling. And these are like five year old videos, eight year old videos. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you're right. It's crazy. It's just not the culture that it used to be. That one when uh, this is America. The childish Gambino video happened to tr- during my two weeks as a guest writer at SNL. Oh, that's crazy. Donald Glover was, he was the, uh, the, you know, host and musical guest for week one. And they purposely, brilliantly like yeah. dropped that video like while the show i feel like he played the song in the first yes. music s- setup oh, wow and then during that commercial break at like midnight they dropped that song it was like live and it felt the cool thing about being at snl is you kind of feel like you're at the center of pop culture but he they really his like team whoever thought that up it was like the the next day the, the uh, he broke the internet he broke the internet yeah did you go up to that team like between sketches where you're like Beautiful move. Yeah, I said, which one of you sons of bitches thought of that? Because I, you I want to shake your hand. That's a great move, guys. <laughs> you're a man after my own heart. <laughs> Two of a kind. <laughs> I'm buying you a scotch at the after after party. Okay, my man. And hey, put her there. We got a collab. But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, hey, put her there. Uh, I think I, I told you guys also that that uh, you know Donald Glover is like the epitome of a. Big star, pops a big star quality. Even before he was famous, we kind of like, yes. you know, bumped into him around UCB and stuff. The man had star quality, right? And you go, whoa, there's a star. Like, yeah, charisma. Charisma. Mm-hmm. 
Got that Riz. Yeah, yeah. Riz. <laughs> Charisma and Riz? <laughs> Jeez, yeah. Before we knew what Riz was. <laughs> this guy put the Riz in Charisma. Um, he... I remember going into his dressing room like during a commercial break or like some or maybe right before the show started because we had like cut a line from a sketch and he and I are like the same age and the same, like both like UCB guys yeah. and stuff. I was like, hey, uh, Donald. Uh, so basically we uh, cut the sketch. But we, we, here's what we gonna, uh, and I'm like showing him uh, like on a script and I have lines crossed out. I'm sweating. Like, oh, and uh, he's like <laughs> he was having his makeup done. He is like, OK, cool, man. And I was like, this, this guy's about to host SNL, and he's so chill. Cool, I, man. What do you mean, cool, man? We're freaking out back no, here. Are you fucking stupid? Did you not hear what I said? Oh, <laughs> We cut the line. I, I started slapping him around. <laughs> no, the makeup's all wrong. Shaking him by the collar. I can't do this. <laughs> you calm fuck. Why, why am I putting his makeup on? This is all wrong. Man, that's funny. I, I saw a video where he was talking about coming out with that video. And he was saying that, like, yeah, we dropped it during SNL because, like, how do you cut through the noise? Yeah. And I was like, damn, even Donald Glover even is thinking Donald about how Glover. you cut through the noise. You gotta cut through the noise. Somebody should tell him you gotta have the, if you want to cut through the noise, have a Patreon podcast called The Blowout yeah. and maybe questions for Lennon. Yeah. That'll cut through the noise. Yeah, see, this pod, the pod you're listening to right now, that's the noise. This is the noise that we put out every week. And then the Patreon, that's where you cut through the noise. Ksing! Cut through the noise and get to spending on the Patreon, <laughs> folks. Thank you very much. And also maybe just head on over to sloppyboys.com by his teacher. Yeah, that's where you cut through the noise fashion-wise. We got so many different styles <laughs> for, you know, yes. back to school. We've extended the back to school sale all year long. Thank you for mentioning the styles, Mike, because you'll notice that, uh, well, actually, I was going to say we have long sleeves up there, but we don't. No, we don't have long <laughs> no, sleeves don't. up there. we don't. It's t-shirts. <laughs> it's t-shirts. And you're going to want them for the fall and the winter. Oh, because what are you going to wear into your sweater? Order two t-shirts, layer the t-shirts, <laughs> get nice and warm in the center of your body. Mm. You don't need the sleeves. You... <laughs> <laughs> you want your wool, and then you don't have pants, buy a third and put wrap it around your waist. <laughs> a t-shirt? Wear it like a diaper. That's right. <laughs> All I'm saying is, get a t-shirt, you're going to need something to put under that rough, rough fall sweater. <laughs> All right. All right. Do you feel caught up with your boys? It's time. It's time. It's time for booze news. Beep, 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 Hit it. Booze. Booze news. Hit it. Tesla beer. Jacked by Jews. Big yellow blue. Disco aperitivo. Grimace is fucking toad, apparently. Blackout rage gallons. Citric acid. Chip dip is sauce now. Yo, slick. Blow. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Bell Biv Dutzo wow. was sent to us by John French. And if you have a booze news theme, email it to the Sloppy Boys Podcast at gmail.com. Jacques Francais? Yeah, is he related to Jack French? Jacques Francais? <laughs> From the Birthday Boys sketch, all your favorites are back? <laughs> yeah. What's John in French? Jean. 
Jean. Jean. Jean. Right. That makes sense. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Jean Francais. Jean Paul. That was a good joke on Birthday Boys that it's it. All your favorites are back. It said on screen, it showed Jeff in a French outfit and it said Jacques Francais, but then the VO said Jack French. <laughs> <laughs> Jack French. Um, also, great joke there, John Francais, putting in the, the, the shitty saxophone from the Let's, Let's Party. Party video. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Speaking of videos, Banger mm. by John Haskell. Love that guy. Love that director. He's one of, uh, do you guys know the sketch group in New York College Guys? Oh, yeah. Ah, yes. They're putting out stuff all the time. Mike Anford, John Haskell, really good stuff. <laughs> Question for you, Mike. Yeah. When you do that, like, hey, what do you do? Mm. stuff that you see on TikTok. Are you really just asking passersby what they do to get those things? Yeah, just to get a few normal ones so That's that we funny. can skew it. It's funny that New Yorkers are so used to that that they just answer and keep walking like it's a part of life. Well, I will say this. The the people who, when we did one that was like, what are you listening to? People were more apt to like say something. Mm. The what do you do? We had a, a lot of people who were just like, nope, so I don't want to talk about this. Uh, so sometimes when you see those like real TikTok videos, like what do you do? How much you make? Those must take them a long time to make because we weren't finding people who were so ready to talk. I wonder why that is. Because like it's gauche to talk about money. Maybe that's it. But also, I bet you have a lot of people with like fake ass jobs or just jobs that are hard to explain. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. A lot of gig economy people is like, I do this and this and this. If somebody asked me, I don't know what I'd say. I would stammer. I would say, get the hell away from me. Um, But with the the earphones one, like people have to be like, wait, what? Huh? And then you kind of can answer right away. And there's there is an answer because it's just like what are you listening to? Yeah, you know, like right then and there. Yeah, no, no one was rude, but just a lot of people who are just like not gonna answer us. No one was rude. I don't think so. I hate having to do that in any shoot. I I never want to have to like, oh, go fuck with people. Go talk to that person. Go, you know, like I, I yeah, hate that. it's just the worst. It's tough. It's tough. Stuff. I shot a branded pepsi ad in denver one time where I w- they clearly wanted uh billy eichner and instead got me and i was like running around with a bullhorn trying to fuck with people and i was i was like this is like i can't think of anything less fun on earth than walking up to people like what answer a trivia question <laughs> <laughs> about soda <laughs> <laughs> yeah and they're like yes please and i'm like no no oh <laughs> no don't <laughs> want to answer a question yes oh <laughs> no. no. Okay. Booze news. Uh, you guys are rock dudes, correct? That's yeah. right. Uh-huh. Um, have you heard about the recently unearthed Steely Dan tracks? No. Yes, but go on, Tim. This is re- well. We've talked on the pod about, uh, and Mike was predicting Sting is up next, but uh, the Grateful mm. Dead, Fleetwood Mac. And especially Steely Dan have had resurgences in the last three years, almost like a Gen Z finding them for the first time. It'll be it's funny. It'll be like Twitter babes being like, I'm obsessed with like like Mm -hmm. Gen Z, like finding Steely Dan and get into it. So so there's a real Steely Dan moment going on. So it was very good timing for. I guess like uh, the daughter of their old engineer leaked a couple of songs this summer and Mm. Dan fans were flipping out. And um, Micah on our discord uh, brought my attention to one of the leaked tracks, which is 
actually an unused commercial jingle for Schlitz beer. And this is real that Steely wow. Dan was hired to make a jingle for Schlitz beer and the Schlitz people didn't like it. So it never became anything. But this just uh, oh, okay. popped up before they the- got famous, you think? No, in 1979. So they were, it was like they were like going out to oh, a big okay. band wanting a big uh, a big hit. That's cool. And um I guess there was some beef between like uh, I read an interview where they said like the Schlitz guy showed up to the studio and was giving notes and they they kicked him out of the studio and all that stuff. But uh, this had been a long rumored thing. And now there's a Schlitz beard jingle for all to hear. And I brought the MP3. Hit it. Nice. When I get home from a hard day's work. Yo cojo por todos los ambientes que puedo. He says he likes to grab for all the gusto he can get. Porque solo se hace la vuelta una vez nada más. Cause you only go around one time. Okay. Okay. Once around life, once around beer, <laughs> once around beer and keep around shit. Oh, come along and take the best of life's giving. Wow. Once around beer and you. I've never, you know, I've always been trying to find my way into Steely Dan and I have the tracks that I love and tracks I don't really get, but that is, that hook is like the Dan that I like. And then that, those big layered harmonies, it's like gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole lot better than what's the word, Cherry Coke. (laughs) (laughs) I also like that just like when you're out of Schlitz, you're out of beer. Like don't even worry about other beers. They don't exist when Schlitz is great. That was great. uh, It's so funny how, how... you come up with a tagline like that and it's like, Ooh, that's good. But it's, it's so false for Schlitz. Cause it tastes there, you would never taste the difference between Pabst and Schlitz or, or Miller or whatever. But the idea is <laughs> like, nah, don't even bother. Just don't drink. <laughs> don't drink it, man. Who's the guy that fumbled Steely Dan for a beer commercial? Oh my, my God. God. <laughs> Crazy. And just the idea that the, the Schlitz would be like, no, we don't like it. Of all bands to try and give notes to like the notoriously hard to please Steely Dan people. <laughs> What are you thinking? It's funny for them to have that weird, to, like that that like Spanish sort of like interview portion, yeah. which is clearly not going into commercial, and then the most gorgeous hook of all time, and like the Spanish chatter throughout the whole three minutes. They need to be difficult. They are such like hipsters. They're such like pretentious bard kids, and they just can't just make something that's pleasing. They have to be like ah ah <laughs> ah. We're too cool for school. <laughs> Damn. Why would they have made it that long? Because that wouldn't have been a commercial 
it's not like back then commercials were two minutes long or anything, but maybe the ad agency is like it's up to them to cut it down. Just get a whole, give us a whole song, we'll cut it down. Also, there might have been sixty second commercials back then. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, if you're also if you're like the sponsor of a TV show, they probably went to commercial break and just like plugged one ah. sponsor the whole time. Well, I thought that was very cool, and thanks to Micah on the Discord because the thing is, folks, if you want access to the Discord. Sloppy Boys Discord, and you mm-hmm. want to befriend slobheads like Micah, go out to lunch with mm-hmm. Micah, you know, go on a bike oh, ride. Oh, anyone can do this, right, Tim? Anyone anyone can do this? Yes. Oh, yeah, you just need a, an internet connection, right? You subscribe to the Sloppy Boys Patreon, patreon.com slash the Sloppy Boys. That's the key. Then f- with that, you get an invitation oh. to the Discord along with bomb-ass podcasts like Sloppy Boys Blowout and Questions for Lennon. Mm-hmm. Um. One other quick thing of booze, booze news that I had was just to plug, oh, my parents are calling me and I need to mute the call. Booze. They're going to call two more wow, times. that happened last time too, I think. They always call in threes, especially when I'm doing a podcast. Oh, it's like sneezes, yeah. Yeah, some people sneeze in threes. Some people don't sneeze at all. October 21st in LA, we're going to be the house band at the Cigarette Club at Dynasty Typewriter. Oh, yeah. Which is, oh, yeah. it's a New York variety show that's going to be coming to LA, their first LA show. And we're going to be on, we're going to be playing people on, playing people off, playing a few original tracks at the end, that kind of vibe. I've been on that show before here in New York. It's a very fun show. You come to LA, you need LA's hottest band. That's true. They So they should have got Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. Oh, great. Bano. Ba- Bano. I wonder what LA's <laughs> hottest band is right now. <laughs> Way to make Rage Against the Machine sound dorky. Bano. Bano. It'd be good to match up with uh, you two and Rage. Bono. Ba- Bono. Ba- Bono. <laughs> Who do you think the hottest, bi- the biggest band in LA is right now? And I mean, like, like LA band. Metallica? Were they an LA well, band? But, I mean, a lot of bands move to LA, but like, yeah, I don't know where they started. I guess Chili Peppers, maybe. Oh yeah, um, not a band, but what, what, I feel like uh, LA. What about uh, 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 Tyler the Creator, born and raised yeah. in LA? Yep. yep. Of of yeah. LA, yeah. LA's in the the music. That's an LA guy. Kendrick. Yeah. Heim. 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 They're LA people. Heim. Heim. Sloppy Sloppy Boys. Sloppy Boys. Yeah, Sloppy Boys. One of the big ones. One of the big boys. Yeah. Now, Jeff. Ooh. What the heck? What the fuck? What, what the fuck? Huh? It's time for Dutton's Delights. <laughs> Surprise! We haven't had a Dutton's Delights in a while, and I wanted Holy, to. Holy, that snuck up on Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was sort of. That sort of came out of nowhere. I just sort of felt a lull in booze news. I want to pick things up. And uh, I showed you guys this delight yesterday, but I needed to you know, kind of use my platform okay. to shine a light on a, on a song I came across. This is uh, not, it doesn't have a lot of uh, spins on Spotify. Okay. A lot, a lot of clicks. Maeve and Dave, you are delicious. This was groovy, Jeff. What a groovy little song, man. Maybe. And and a current, like, is this current music or what is this from? It's old. Is it? Let's just wait for a little bit of singing. Sure. That bass is going. When you say love, I'm going to walk. 
Maeve is spelled M-A-V, and Dave is of course spelled D-A-V. So they're they're band names. We come together. How'd you find this, Jeff? This was like the Spotify algorithm just crushing it. Great. You are delicious. This is a chorus. You are delicious. You are delectable. You are delectable. You are the greatest. Cool and respectable. Cool and respectable. That's, That's nice, good. isn't it? There you have it, folks. Dutton's Delights. That's Very, cool. It's yeah. great when you find a song that you're like, hey, this is wonderful, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yeah. And then you can listen to their other songs and say, this isn't like the song I like. Yeah, I know. I do that all the <laughs> time, especially with Spotify. Like, I fucking love this song. And then you find the brain that made that song, and it turns out they could only do it the one time. <laughs> now, Sad. I'm seeing Jeff, you the drummer of our band, sharing a... Uh, a crazy fingered uh, bass solo, bass song, and then Mike, you, uh, the bass player of the band, uh, of our band. Do you? Feel, I feel like Mike is Jeff is sort of looking at you like the the eye emojis, like mm, Mike bassline. Mm, would, would you play me play oh, like yeah. start playing like this a little bit more? Mm. I could feel it through the through the video here. Would it kill you to take that thing for a walk once in a while? Look, all it is is putting the right notes in the right order. That's all music <laughs> is. And if you can do that with a little bit of panache and riz, you're going to be all right. Mike, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, what's, what else is there to say about bass playing? <laughs> Way to set the people straight. Put the damn notes in order and get funky <laughs> with it. Get on with it. Jesus. I love it. All right. Is that it for booze news? Wrap it up. Come on. Damn. Flushed. Come on now. Flushed. Come on. Do you know what that implies about the whole segment? (laughs) (laughs) That it was flushable waste. (laughs) Flushable waste. You know where flushable waste can be found? (laughs) Where it comes from. (laughs) Okay, are you guys ready for the drink of the day? Yes. Yes, finally. The New York Sour you've had. Never had, never heard. Oh, so it's more like... Because it's sour? He has a sour. No, it's... Oh, somebody do a mashup of the New York, New York and Olivia Rodrigo's entire album, Sour. Ooh, that's good. And if you want to do that and then do another one, how about that Jeff song, but make a few sour notes in it? Like bat bat But you have to do the first one also. You you can't. You got to do both. Yes, you have. But don't even move on to the second one until you've done the mashup with the two. This would be a good project for Girl Talk. I wonder if he's a listener. I would assume so. Girl yeah. Talk, if you listen, come on the pod. Come on the pod. Make up a theme for us. Um. Okay. So let me set the scene for you here. It's uh. Okay. Well, it's a few years ago. <gasps> At LAX, Los Angeles Airport. Yes. Mm -hmm. A young comedy rocker sidles up to a bar called Ford's Filling Station, uh, which is the airport version of Harrison Ford's son's restaurant in Culver City. Now, this handsome Greek guitarist usually drinks Bloody Marys before uh, his morning flights. But on this day at Ford's Filling Station at the JetBlue Terminal, he looks at the chalkboard and sees 
New York sour. He orders it and he's delighted to receive a frothy whiskey sour topped with a red mm. wine floater. Utterly divine. Mm. To mm. take the, the history back even farther than that. Oh, the guy in the story was me, by the way. I, Yo, <gasps> damn. <laughs> Gasp. Um, here's a scoop. <laughs> we all know the whiskey sour. It was covered on this very show. Go back and listen to that episode because sure. it was magnificent um it's an old old og drink in the you know it's like that was in the jerry thomas guide in 1860s so it got mondo popular spread around the country by the late 1800s there are a lot of variations and this one the red wine topped whiskey sour first popped up oddly enough in chicago as the continental sour they also called it the mm. Southern Sour. Then it spreads to Boston, mm. and then it catches on in New York, and somehow the New York stuck the name on it, the New York Sour, but it's really not tied to New York. Um, but the good news is it is an International Bartenders Association official cocktail, so we're drinking it on the pod, and Thank here God, is the IBA recipe. You ready for it? Yep. Yes. 60 milliliters, two ounces, rye whiskey or bourbon. Nice. 22 and a half milliliters of simple syrup. So what is that? That's uh, uh, three quarters of an ounce. Simple syrup. Mm -hmm. 30 milliliters, one ounce. Fresh lemon juice. <gasps> a few drops of egg white. That's very hard to do. A few drops of egg white. <laughs> 15 milliliters, half an ounce. Red wine. And the IBA put in parentheses, Shiraz. Syrah? Or Malbec. But I think the idea is a full-bodied fruity wine. Originally, mm, I think they said it was like thick wine. claret. <laughs> claret wine, I think, referred to just Bordeaux. So get a thick juicer. Uh, and the method would, is- would, You know, if you bought port for the Porto Flip, you could you use port or that's too sweet? It's going to be extremely sweet, but might go for it. Um, yeah. Honestly, any red wine is fine. Well, I know I have, an, I have another red wine. But I'm just looking at my point. I watched some YouTubers talking about this, and they were kind of all over the place with the wine picks. So whatever. It's just a floater. They're nuts. It's just a floater. It's just a floater. Who cares? Pour all ingredients into a shaker. Shake vigorously with ice. Strain into a chilled rocks glass filled with ice. Float the wine on top. So why did they say pour all ingredients in the shaker if then you're- because the IBA is fucking I dumb. I took issue with that, They don't too. know what they're doing over there. Yeah, they don't know what's going on. You want that floater. So all the ingredients except the wine. Sure. Yes. It's only a half ounce of wine. That's When I got this at LAX, it was a big glug of wine up top. Um, garnish nice. with lemon or orange zest with cherry. Mm, sounds Ooh. nice. Cool. Um, rocks glass. I like that for a-, for a uh, a whiskey yeah. sour. Lots of times IBA wants you to put it in a coupe glass, but I'm a rocks glass guy. Yeah, me too. Damn, that sounds good. I got to say the- That does uh, sound good. A whiskey sour is kind of one of the revelations of the pod. Like, I feel like I'd had one before the pod, but when we made one and I got that frothy egg white in my own home, mm. now I'm making whiskey sours on the reg. See, the the it's the egg white. Any of these egg things, I always feel like I'm doing it wrong or it's going to taste too eggy. So I'm. I think I usually err on the side of less egg. Yeah, too much egg is turns into an omelet, and it's gross. I like. I mean, I order whiskey sours all the time. Lots of time at a dive bar. You know, like I ordered one at the drawing room, and the guy was like, "Yeah, you don't want egg white, you? Because we don't do that here." And I was like, "No, I'm fine." fine. <laughs> but but dive bars, it's just whiskey and sour mix, and a lot of times they put too much sour mix, and I'm like, 
not so much Star Wars, but uh, <laughs> when you when you when you can hit that egg thing right, it's pretty special. Go to the Dresden, and when you're at a really good cocktail bar, oh mama, it's very good. Yeah. Well, you want to get into it? Yep. Yes. All right, folks. Here come the ads. We're gonna go make these drinks, and we'll see you right back here after this. Yahoo. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from The Sloppy Boys here, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you got to get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something and you go, I just got to tell someone this. I just got to fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me, I've been to therapy, I'm the therapy guy, I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what, my two co-hosts piss me off on a daily basis, I've got, it's weighing me down, what am I gonna do? That of course is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. You can tell the therapist what you're feeling and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now listen to this, if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So folks, Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SloppyBoys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SloppyBoys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time.
New York sours in hand. Eh? Look at that. Yeah. Beautiful. Look at that gradient. Okay, Jeff, you have a nice gradient. Did, I forgot to do the thing where you like Actually. turn a spoon upside down and pour the wine over the back ah. of a spoon to try to just float it. I plopped it in there and it fell all the way to the bottom. Yeah, mine too. But Jeff, you have a gradient. Well, I thought I had a gradient. This is more that, like that layered thing you're talking about. I got like a solid line of yellow down oh, bottom yeah. and the rest of it's purple. Yeah, look at that. You got to do that thing. I will say I'm happy with my egg here so far. Yeah, there's a nice froth. It's This looks beautiful. The nice frothy, but let's, let's see how it tastes. Purple wine fell like right through the froth. And so you got a lot, a lot of different stripes going on. Sure. And yeah. it looks like my beloved bramble. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, I forgot about those bramble days. Oh, <laughs> next spring. And bramble nights. Come on. Walking around with a bramble going through anywhere you want with a bramble. Ad admiring <laughs> the works of Frederick Olmsted. That's true. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you one thing about as we do sips here. I've maybe never been this thirsty on the podcast, and this looks so nice. I'm like, I'm gonna fucking glug this fucker down, man. Hey, there you go. Oh yeah, I'm a I'm gonna glug it myself. Yeah, your social media was pretty thirsty today too, Tim. Yeah, yeah, bikini shots galore. Posting ass shots. <laughs> did you know, Mike? Your friend was posting ass today. <laughs> he, I did not see this. Was it on Twitter? No, no, no. I didn't. I, I kid, I kid. I didn't put ass on main. All right, well, can we do sips here, please? <laughs> sips. Here we go. Ooh, well. Oh, baby. <laughs> well. That's good. <laughs> Listen to <Well>. that. <laughs> what is that from? It's from a Disney <laughs> well. movie. It's like, oh, God. It's, it's Somebody could probably chime in and let us know, but it's like a guy is getting flustered. He's like, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like I want to picture I want to say it's some guy with like glasses on the end of his nose or something. Well, well first let me say, yes. This whiskey sour itself is impeccable. Jack Schramm taught us, you know, that sours is typically like 2 ounces of liquor, 1 ounce of citrus, 1 ounce of simple syrup, but you can you can play with the 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 one in one to your liking. And I tend to like a little bit less simple syrup. So and that's mm -hmm. what the IBA did here. It was it was an ounce of lemon mm. juice and uh, 22 and a half milliliters of, or, yeah. or three quarters of an ounce yeah. of the simple syrup. Perfect, perfect whiskey sour, frothy. I hit the egg right. On the dry side. Yeah, that's the thing. When yeah, I get the egg right for the first time ever uh, we've made an egg drink. Me too. It doesn't taste mm. like an omelet. It's just a nice frother. But the, my red wine, I did find, I went with Shiraz. Is it Syrah or Me Shiraz? Uh, I want to say, let's see, Syrah, Shiraz. I think it was Shiraz I've heard before. There you go. Chablis. Maybe I'm thinking of Chablis. I'm going to find Syrah. I'm getting a little bit of the taste, not okay, a Syrah, Syrah, uh, not a, a, a shitload of the taste, but what I am getting is that the the <laughs> tannic, astringent sort of. I heard someone say grippy mm -hmm. about a yeah. wine recently. This grippy, ooh, ooh gripping, that's good, grippy astringent. Uh, mm. Yeah, a grippy astringent. I like that phrase. Not a shitload of the taste. <laughs> Folks, if you're out there and you're selling a food or a drink and it's very tasteful, <laughs> go ahead and write a, a shitload of taste on it. That'll, that'll move that product. This, this one's good. It's got not a shitload of taste. <laughs> Come on down, Albeg Steakhouse. You get a shitload of taste. <laughs> That's good. That is damn good. Hey, speaking of Jack Schramm, 
I won't mention the bar because I don't want to, you know, blow up his spot or anything, but he helped me get into a uh, a no reservation style speakeasy the other day. No shit, Shrimp. Yeah, he just gave a little call up. I said, hey, can you help me out here? He got me in. Damn. It was wonderful. Shram's a good guy to know. Shram's the man. Shram's the man, man. If, if you haven't tr- looked at it or tried his uh, Solid Wiggles company. Oh, yeah. Try those, folks. We've talked about him before on the pod where it's, he makes like a cake, like a, basically a jello cake. A, gel- a jello shot, but it's like shareable. It's big and yeah. like a big old cake. And then they have also like the cupcake version of it where it's little, little shots, little uh, cubes. Ow. Those are fun. Fun. Fun stuff. Mm, I really love this. I've been to a birthday party or two with those. Yeah, me really? too. I've come across them in the wild. Way to go, Shram. Yeah. Oh, you know, Shram's laughing all the way to the fucking bank. When Shram's, <laughs> you know, everyone's eating solid wiggles, jello cakes. All he sees is dollar signs. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We see a shitload of taste and he sees <laughs> cha-ching. Open your eyes to a shitload of taste. <laughs> Can I tell you how I made my uh, my simple syrup today? You made it? I made it. Wow. Because I didn't have, I thought I had someone I said, no, I remember how to make this stuff. It's so easy. But I didn't have white sugar. So I used brown sugar. Brown <gasps> sugar, simple syrup. Wow. It's giving a little warmth, a little coziness. <laughs> it's giving warmth. Uh, brown sugar would be good in an old fashioned for an autumnal treat. Yes. Mm. I agree. Now, wait, br- br- old fashioned is super easy. It's, it's whiskey, sugar, and water. Bitters. 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 You can put a little splash of water in there if you want. A little splash of soda sometimes. Teeny little. Just yeah. to melt your sugar cube. Mm-hmm. Damn. Love it. God damn, I love this. Yeah, it's real good. It's also, I, I'm loving this drink, but I'm also, as I said, I was very thirsty and that really makes you love it. Mm. I, I was just talking about this with my family. Like one of my best bites of food I ever had in my life was just because I was crazy hungry. I was like. I was like maybe like 16 and I was at the Hudson Valley mall with my friend Tom and he locked his keys in his pickup truck. And for like hours we were like trying to do something about, we eventually got like a slim gym or a locksmith or something. We got the the car open somehow. And then once we had the car open, we're like, Hey, let's go to Nathan's. And I got a, I ate a Nathan's cheeseburger, which is nothing special. But I, 20 years later, like I remember this as like the best bite of food of my life because I was so hungry. And I went, <laughs> you, you suffered for it. It was yeah, just like a oh, fast food burger with ketchup. And I was like, oh, oh, oh mama. You, <laughs> you ever, you ever eat, you'd be so hungry, eat so fast, you like kind of tear up your throat or like the back of your mouth. <laughs> Holy shit. No. I Man, one time no. I was in, I was in uh, Switzerland about five years ago or six years ago i went on a ski trip by myself to zermatt switzerland it was the most the most wonderful place i've ever been you got the matterhorn mountain on the Mm -hmm. side everything looks like a little cookie cutter gingerbread house and i went skiing and i didn't eat all day and then i got back to my hotel and i went in the sauna that was there and i then i took a shower and i was all of a sudden like fuck i haven't eaten anything my blood sugar is zero and I need to find food in this town that is basically shut down for the, for the night. I, I ambled around and like just trying to find anything that was open. Finally, I found this Italian restaurant that was closed down. I got a pizza, took it home, and I ate it so fast. And my swallows were like, gulp, gulp. <laughs> that, like <laughs> the crust of the pizza just like tore up my throat. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was nasty. But I was I was close to like just passing out because I was so tired and hungry. It's funny when you realize you do need food for fuel. Where you're like, yeah. man, I'm I'm famished and weak because my body doesn't have calories inside of it. I need some raw fuel. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Mike, that's my one of my favorite uh, pieces of Hanford mythology is you skiing alone in the in the Alps, <laughs> like uh, like the song. I like to ski half drunk in the old Swiss Alps. <laughs> that's right. Where do you think that came from? I I probably was. No, I wasn't half drunk. But they did have little little hotels and uh, bars and restaurants on the slopes. God Halfway damn. down, you have a little something. It was the best. I'm not a skier, but I really can't even think of anything more pleasant on earth than skiing in the Alps and stopping having like a stein of beer, you know, on the mm-hmm. way down. And every morning, the hotel the the hotel included a breakfast. Every morning, you go into the breakfast area, and it was like liverwurst and meats love and it. fruits oh, and cheeses. Oh. It wasn't like and like hard boiled. I think you could get eggs if you had them made, but like. Just hard boiled eggs. It was just like hearty food for us. Day out. Yes, hearty (laughs) food served by buxom Swiss women, Tim. (laughs) That was buffet. (laughs) And it was stocked by the ugliest men in town. (laughs) (laughs) And while I was there, you guys know how I like big dogs. I'm in the lobby and I see somebody brings in. The clothing brand? The t shirt brand? (laughs) Well, no, no, no. Well, that that too. I haven't seen a big dog in a long time. I'm surprised those of them come back. Uh, A big Bernese mountain dog. And Bern, Switzerland is where they're from. And I said, this is so perfect. I got up to him. I said, can I pet this dog? <laughs> can I pet that dog? <laughs> can I pet your dog? Can I pet that dog? And I got the dog in a big headlock, a big fluffy headlock. I said, you're coming with me on the slopes, boy. Hold on. I'm looking it up. Oh, wow. Okay. This is, yeah, he's a big boy. He's a, he's a fluffer. Yeah, big boys. Would you call that a doggo? Yeah, I guess you now, now, Mike, you see a dog, you run up, you pet it, you ask to pet it, you pet it. Jeff, how do you react when you see a dog in public? I make the um, like a tight-faced smile and I walk by. You know what I mean? Like one of these? Yeah, pursed lips. Just to be like, I don't hate dogs, and I keep walking. Because here's what I get constantly in, in Los Feliz. I'm walking, I'm jogging, I'm do- hiking, I'm doing my thing. Someone's walking by with a dog, mm-hmm. and not only... I mean, I don't want to talk. I don't regard the dog. I just keep walking. Not only do the people get, let the dog get all up in my shit. You know those those uh, like retractable leashes? They're like holding a handle and there's a button so you could yeah, let your yeah. leash. I've fucking seen people hitting the button on their leash so that the dog, the assumption is that Tim wants to pet my dog. So the dog will start running at me. And then people will hit the button so the dog can get all the way to me. And I have to, I have to like non-verbally be like, well, I don't want, uh, I, I don't want to I don't, I don't interact. Like your dog. I'm not interacting. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. th- that it's so funny. If the dog happened to get, you know, a dog licks your shins every once in a while, it's fine. But if it, right. if the owner uh, uh, enabled that. Those are good days, Tim. <laughs> the owner yep. enables that. I'm like, what are you thinking? And. And these, lots of times it's dudes too. And it's like in Los Feliz, I'm like, dude, I know you only got this dog so you can meet women. Like, why are you letting your doggo, your Tinder doggo yeah. come lick me? <laughs> and then the, the thumb button, Tim, that's, you're right. That's the most offensive because that's intent right there. Yes. Yeah. You caught him. You pegged got him. It. That's no accident. I, as I confront them, I said, the button is intent. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. Caught you in 4K. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll oftentimes... 
I'll see dogs on the street and I'll, I'll look at them and like like them and smile at them. Yes. And then I'll look up at the owners to like share my, I like your dog, I'm now smiling at you. And it never it comes, the, the smile has never come back to me. Oh, mm. they're like, that's between you and the dog. Well, it's just like, oh, this dog, I hate this dog. So, what the, what? You hate the dog? Give him to me. I'll give him a good home. <laughs> give him to me. You got to walk him still and feed him. <laughs> and clean up his and shit. And clean up the turds. <laughs> Ooh, I just I just uh, bit down on my uh, maraschino cherry. Yeah. No, I don't use the maraschino cherries often. And they were, they were it's a good one. It's an uh, expensive thing. Luxardo? And they've gotten like, they've gotten like, uh, kind of like uh, sugar crusty around oh. the edges of them. Oh. Yeah. It's good. Look, I love a Mar- I love a Luxardo more than anyone. Look at that. I got one right there. Here's yeah. the problem. These little bamboo guys. You ever yeah. use these? Yeah. Tim, you had these, right? Yeah. They get splintery. I see Oof. that I've been moving my cherry around. It's got mm. fucking little bamboo splinters in it. And I swear I've eaten those splinters before and they hurt. They hurt my they hurt my chest and they hurt my stomach. And eventually you poop them out. Yeah. But for like a day, I get a little I feel a little weird because I got a little bamboo hair. Yeah. Probably jamming my esophagus. You need Jeff get some get some nice steel uh, polished steel ones you can reuse. They look great, but they don't look. <laughs> no, they look great. <laughs> they, don't, they don't. They don't look. They, no, they don't look tiki, Mike. You gotta have the bamboo. <laughs> but they don't look great. You can probably get some reusable tiki. But look, I uh, so now I can, I don't feel like I can enjoy my thing without sacrificing my health. You've got to just eat the outside of it. Yeah, I'll nibble it. Damn, this is good. Stuff. It's good, yes, but would you change anything? That's the question. Mm. Always the question. No, it's perfect. I think I would probably go less lemon over here. I, I was afraid you were going to say less wine, and that's funny because it's the whole purpose of the drink. <laughs> but that's the fun thing about a sour. Yeah, the, the 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 simple syrup and the lemon, that back and forth is up to you. It's customizable. How do yeah. you whiskey mm-hmm, sour? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How do you do? There was a minute there where I was making acid-adjusted orange juice whiskey sours at the house. Mm. Yes, you made me one. It was delicious. God, they're good. Um, And the thing I I always wanted to do, but I didn't, and I just now realized I have the ingredients for, is acid-adjusted pineapple juice whiskey sours. That's going to be the new thing. Mm. That's That's a good idea. Remember, my acid-adjusted OJ was nasty, and I didn't like my acid-adjusted OJ whiskey sour, and it turned out... I was accidentally using sugar-free simple syrup, and it makes mm. sense because companies are bad at this thing. When if you're using a like a fake sucrose product, you don't use as much of it as you would sugar because those chemicals are like crazy sweet. So if you're using a, yeah. I've since used my sugar-free simple syrup. Use like at the teeniest squirt and it jet gets the job done. But if you put enough to taste it, it tastes really fakey. Yeah, it's like how you're bringing in a flavor. A packet of Splenda is not equal to a packet of sugar. It's like 10 packets of sugar, sweet-wise. Sweet you got to go easy, easy on the sucrose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Though, so, uh, would you guys mind if I change the subject? Sure. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Um, did I tell you about when I recently went to a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction event? No. When was that? I don't remember that. Pretty recently. They were inducting a lot of the old boomer rockers into the Hall of Fame. I like to go, you know, ah, okay. salute them, pat them on the back and say, hey, thank you for all the rock, all the rock over the years and everything you guys have done for me. Um, yeah. So I was down at one of these things, you know, and I'm looking around the room. All the old rockers are there. I'm having a blast. 
But mm-hmm. I I get a little parched and I go up to the bar. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I Say to the bartender, hey, can I get a whiskey sour? And then he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, ooh, maybe it would be fun if it was a New York sour. And he was like, oh, oh, he goes, I'd love to make that for you. But what, what should I add? If I have a whiskey sour, I know how to do that. But what would I do differently? Yeah, he likes the idea, but he wants to know. Oh, yeah, yeah he's on board consent. He he Tim he said Tim I support you in this endeavor, mm-hmm. and it sounds fun. But what would I do differently from a normal whiskey sour in order to make this drink you're talking about? And I said, "Well, this is embarrassing because I don't even I don't actually know the difference." And the two of us are kind of standing there scratching our heads for a while. Um, mm-hmm. It yeah. goes on maybe forty five minutes an hour and, and this is a big event mike so yeah you know. and people are people want to you know the get, grammys are huge no mike it was a rock and roll hall of fame induction it was a rock, and rock, and roll roll of fame. rock and roll hall of fame um so i'm kind of perplexed <laughs> me and the bartender start to get a little bit sad at this point you can hear the ice cubes mike not paying attention <laughs> <laughs> right 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 yeah right right clink 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 <laughs> right right yeah um <laughs> love it just then i get a tap on my shoulder I turn around. It's the piano man himself, who's no stranger to a cocktail, Bill Joel. BJ! Bill Joel. Wow. The beach man. We turned to him and we were like, Billy man, love your work, man. Whether it's ebony or ivory, man, you can press those keys, baby. And he was like, love your work, man, but we are in the middle of something. (laughs) Time to talk about those keys you love. All, if we were talking all 88 keys, we'd be here all day. But we're, <laughs> we're perplexed about how, what we should, I got this drink, but I want to do it differently, but I know what to do. Mm-hmm. And he gets that sly grin over his face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. he turns to me and I hit record luckily on my iPhone. So I got it here. Oh, good. Perfect. And I brought you guys the tape and, and he says this, hit it. A bottle of red dumped over the drink. <laughs> That's what you're gonna wanna do, I think. <laughs> okay, I gotta go take a shower, but that's how you make a New York sour. And by the way, I'm in a New York sour mind. <laughs> oh damn! I, I forgot to mention. Uh, I should have mentioned oh. one minor details. He was kind of sweaty and he was wearing gym clothes. Oh, oh he had come from an event, a, a sporting event that he was in. Right, and so that's that must be why he mentioned that he needed to take a shower. Or he something. needed to take a shower. Yeah, that must sure. be why. That must be why that happened. Well, that's crazy. They take showers just like us. That's that's yeah. fine. Rockstar shower. Oh, he's one of the big boys. He he thinks something was supposed to go. What, what was it? He. uh Put red wine over the drink, I think. He thinks, well, yeah, I mean, let's be honest. This thing was invented in Chicago. It spread to Boston. He's from Long Island. He's He might be newer to the drink, just like us. He, he probably, yeah, probably saw it on the IBA list and thought, well, maybe someday I'll make one of those. Well, that's exciting. I mean, that's that's a big get, Tim. Yeah. So um, he was sweaty and he was in his gym clothes, by the way. Yes. Right. So yeah. He, yeah. he was taking a shower. I assume something was maybe a little funky when yeah. he said he needed a shower. Yeah. 
He was showering at the uh, Hall of Fame ceremony. Well, you know these old rock guys, like they use they use the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame like oh. it's their club or something. They probably have locker oh. rooms there and everything. You're right, Tim. Actually, there was one time I was writing for the MTV Movie Awards at the Gibson Amphitheater, mm-hmm. and in the and in the green room where artists would go before they played on like a normal concert, the, they had a bathroom with a shower in it. Yeah, mm. can you believe that? Yeah, I can't believe it. And I clogged that toilet and I was embarrassed. Were you trying to shower in the toilet? (laughs) Remember the piano in that room? There was like a red velvet (laughs) piano or something. Chelsea Peretti made fun of me. (laughs) What'd she say? (laughs) Well, I, uh, here's the thing. I came out, I went to the bathroom. This is like my first big writing job. Came out to a full writer's room Mm. and said, "Um, uh, Mr. Porter, uh, (laughs) PJ Porter, head writer. Oh, uh, the bat, the toilet's clogged. And he was like, no problem, we'll call the venue. So they, the venue sent someone down to unclog it. And of course, my face was beat red. And like Brian Posehn is there and like fucking Chelsea Peretti's there. And, I, and we're all having a good laugh. And I said, it was mm-hmm. mostly paper. And of course, that didn't do me any favors. <laughs> I, think, I think Chelsea was like, that doesn't help. So you had to wipe like a hundred times? Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't help. It was a small shit. It was just so streaky. <laughs> yes, exactly right. <laughs> it's funny to think of like, they're trying to help you out. It's like, that doesn't help your case. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Ouch, Jeff. Jeff, very brave uh, using a writer's room bathroom. Uh, intimate taking a shit right there. i feel like i know this room there's some public men's room right in the hallway but no jeff wanted to go blast one <laughs> i need that space i wanted that big artist bathroom you know yeah yeah sure mm. well uh on that note shall we take a little break and come back with our final thoughts yes i love it folks we'll be right back here after this Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And we're back with our final thoughts on the New York Sour. Boys, I love it. 
I will order this again. Order again. Yeah. You have to. Mm-hmm. This is a I'm going to I'm going to say I, I love it. I'm going to say it's a stone cold classic and I think that Ooh. it's worth it's worth doing cuz that's what I knew I had had one of these before and I knew I liked it. But what I was going into this pod thinking is like whiskey sours are good and that's a good drink. Doing this little wine trick sure to in, in dresses in, it up it, even like more. you could impress company with it, but would you do it for yourself? And I was like, am I ruining a whiskey sour? No. I'm I'm improving it. You're taking a suit and you're turning it into a tuxedo, folks. Yeah. Mm. Exactto mundo. Mm-hmm. I agree. Very good drink. And and how good is that word grippy, huh? When I heard that, I said, I'm going to use that. Grippy. <laughs> grippy wine. <laughs> grippy wine. Death grip. <laughs> the kung fu grip. That's our show. Follow us on social media at The Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. And if you can't get enough boys, go to patreon.com slash the sloppy boys, plunk down the five, and laugh twice as much a week. <laughs> I love it, Jeff. I'm with you. See you later, guys. You know, well, just, I, you know, it, it, it bears repeating. Sometimes you could listen to this podcast and think, like, oh, I guess they have this, like, whatever bonus extras on their Patreon. No, we're saying. If you go to patreon.com slash the sloppy boys and you pay $5 a month, you get a whole other episode of a, a whole different show every week where we're fucking being funny ass dudes, man. We're more interesting there. This is like, oh, we're talking about a drink. Oh, there's whiskey in it this time. Cool. <laughs> well, this time we're talking about, oh, we're talking about stuff. The, the real stuff. Real stuff there. this time. This week we're talking about Night of the Living Dead. It's the beginning of Zappa Mover Month. Can you believe it? <laughs> At long last, Tim gets Zappa to watch movies. all the George Romero movies. Oh, my God. God. Will Tim be able to stay awake through a whole Zaba movie? <laughs> no, I didn't. I did not. Oh, don't spoil it. <laughs> no spoilers. spoilers, Tim. But here's what I'll say. No spoilers. This to me, this is me really being a good sport because I Oh, that we thank I don't know, you. Yes. I don't know if I talk about this on pod, but <laughs> I dragged my feet about even being a podcaster, right? You guys remember this. I didn't, mm-hmm. I wanted to live my life and die and be on my deathbed having never hosted a podcast. And then instead, uh, hey, COVID really changed a lot of things all across the world. But we started, sure. we started this pod. I found that I liked it. I found that I enjoy doing it. So thank you, everybody. But do you think that I wanted to ever be hosting a podcast that does zombie movie month? <laughs> I don't like zombie movies and I don't like geek shit. We're specifically doing it because you don't like it. Do you think I wanted to be posting on Instagram, <laughs> hey, it's zombie movie month on my podcast? No, but I have an, uh, a, a natural... Well, now cu- you're underselling the whole Patreon. No, no, he's doing good. No, I'm saying that I have a natural curiosity about the world around Let me. Let him cook. Oh, that's good. That's good. That, go. that's, that is good, Tim, and it's big of you to admit. Yeah. Mike, you have anything you want to get off your chest? I want to get off the pod. That's what I want to get off. <laughs> you're always looking at the it's clock. It's just too long. You're fucking it's too long. You're a little clock watcher of a host, you know? I'm a little clock watcher. Mm-hmm. I want it done. Front runners, clock watchers. Okay. You know me. I can't be happy anywhere. I want to know what the next thing is. Sure. You got to live in the moment like your boy. I know. I don't. I got to do that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, maybe next time, huh? Maybe next week? Maybe this moment didn't suck so much, I would live it. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a moment that doesn't absolutely fucking suck, and maybe I'll live it. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, folks. We'll see you back here same time next week. Bring a friend, will you? Oh, yeah. Spread the word about Break the pod. It's a groovement. It's cool, man. There's not a lot of bands with albums and movies and podcasts. It's all. It's kind of cool. Kind of a multimedia thing. And, right. Uh, we kind of have it kind of going on. Get into it, bitch. All right. Give it up for your booze. <laughs> yeah, just give it up for your booze. <laughs> give it up for your booze.